Talks, episode 111. I'm your host, Connor Volpe, and we are here talking over coffee on Friday. Today I went with the America Mega Mug. This thing is, it's like as big as my face. It's huge. Mm. I decided it was a big mug kind of day. Uh, This is a quad shot Americano, and it is excellent. Mm. Speaking of big coffee, um, I saw a video yesterday with the coach of the Detroit Lions, Dan Campbell, talking about his coffee order. Dude is insane. I mean, he's a he's a massive man, so obviously way bigger than me. But he's he said his Starbucks order is every day comes into the office two venti Pikes Peak coffees, so just regular drip coffee, but each one has a double shot of espresso added to it. That is so much caffeine. Like my goodness, that is a lot of coffee in a day. Like I can drink this bathtub size coffee, but I'm not drinking two ventis with four shots. Like. Whew. I can't imagine being in the office with Dan Campbell. He's probably tweaking like a, who knows? That is insane. Um, What am I going to talk about today? What else would I talk about? Except for the Titanic sub, of course. It's the only thing anybody can talk about. Um, what a cultural phenomenon that's happened. This These kind of things happen every so often. Just a, just a, a cultural touch point that just sets everybody off and the entire world is talking about it. First of all, before I say anything else... Um, just tragic loss of life of, of the people on the, uh, ocean gate Titan. Um, it's horrible what happened that we lost five good people. And, you know, you've been, we've been watching the news and seeing on CNN and, and everywhere else, the, the friends and the families of people being interviewed and it's heartbreaking and it's tragic. And the fact that these people are gone is, is horrible. And, you know, that's, that's the, the biggest statement about anything is that, um, these five people unfortunately lost their lives and, and it's so horrible, but, um, but then you see all the other stuff around this and it's, this whole story is just mind blowing. The, it seems like every day there's a new video of the CEO guy talking about all the corners he cut in safety and materials and the, the game controller. Like it's the thing that everybody and their brother's talking about. The fact that this sub was powered by a PlayStation controller and the whole thing just becomes so bonkers, like just off the wall. Like you couldn't write this in a movie. Um, it's, I, I can't tell you how many videos I've seen of this guy going, yeah, it's just plexiglass or, or, you know, something like that of, uh, the one article where he was like, I bought these parts at Camping World. And it's like, what? Why would you ever get on this sub? Like, what? now, I mean, this whole thing is a moot point for me because I'm terrified of water. Um, I don't, I'm afraid of lakes that I can stand up in. I don't like water. So the concept of me getting on a submarine at all is just like completely out there. Uh, you could combine Elon and Bezos's fortunes and hand them to me just to get in a submarine. And I'd be like, Nope, I don't even like being on boats. I don't like being above the water. Just the water in general terrifies me. So the concept of going 13,000 feet down in a rinky dink duct taped together submarine is just mind boggling to me. It's like, I don't, you know, these people, again, it's tragic that they're gone, but it's, it's like, did they know about any of this stuff or did they just pay a quarter of a million dollars and go, yeah, it'll probably be fine. Um, I can't say that I would do it. I mean, the thing I was talking to Mandy about this last night, I find it amazing that, you know, people like James Cameron, who 
directed Titanic. He's been a big, he has a big passion for ocean exploration. They were saying yesterday that he's been to the Titanic 33 times. And he's obviously been very safe. He's in these like nice, um, well-engineered, designed for, tested, safety-regulated, you know, all this kind of stuff, submarines. I find it very hard to believe that these billionaires that unfortunately passed in this incident, why they would cheap out on the submarine to take them to like the most dangerous place on earth. Um, I, I don't, I just don't understand. I don't understand. I mean, they could have, I'm sure have afforded to go in a legitimate sub. Why choose to go with this guy, this Yahoo that decided to, you know, bubble gum, stick some things together and go, eh, it'll be fine. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's terrible. So the culture piece of it though, has been fascinating to me. There's, there's like very few incidents that have happened through my lifetime that I can remember that have touched off like this. Maybe this one's not in the like top level, but, um, the, the, the gorilla, um, I can't remember his Harambe. He was one of those that people just like, it just caught the world on fire and everybody was talking about it. You couldn't walk into a coffee shop. You couldn't go on social media, especially without hearing about it. And that's what this has been like. Um, you know, you, you've always got the big world events and things like that. The, um, the big news stories, but these are the ones that just unexplicably something happens and it's, it's something that everybody's talking about. And the, the unfortunate part about this is that the memes and the jokes about this submarine have been like really, really funny. So I feel bad laughing at them. You know, it's, I'm sure way too dark a humor and way too soon, but they're, they're kind of funny. And so the, the one is, um, Stefan from SNL is saying this Titanic sub has everything PlayStation controllers and carbon fiber. And he's listing off all the pieces, orcas. It's like, Oh, it's so funny. Um, and, but it does, it's got all these things, all these elements that people pick up on and it makes the story so fascinating and you have all these conversations. It's, it's just wild. Um, the other one I saw said that the, the Titanic is two and O against rich people. So, oh my gosh, it's just, oh, it's, it's one of those stories that it's just so insane that you can't help but be sucked in and like just to find all the details and all the new it just it changes every day and it's so crazy so um that has consumed most of our life this week uh monitoring news about this we ate dinner last night while watching coverage of of everything Manny and I literally standing in the kitchen we didn't even sit down standing there and just like watching the coverage of this because it's just so out there that we can't peel our eyes away from it. It's crazy. Um, but the last thing I wanted to say on this is, you know, I'll preface by saying, I understand that this sounds a bit insensitive and I'm not, not trying to be that at all. You know, again, tragic loss of life that we lost these great people, great explorers, um, people that were very loved and, and that is heartbreaking. Um, but the other piece of this is something that will need to be discussed. It's obviously not my place and I don't have an opinion on it, but I, I saw a news coverage yesterday that was talking about that. The anchor was talking to some submarine expert or something like that. And she said, um, the global response to this has been crazy. Just how much resources, how many resources they brought in the different types of boats, the remote operated vehicles and the sonar and the buoys and the, 
the military cargo jets pulling things in and the ships. I mean, the response was amazing to find these people. And that's, you know, it didn't pan out to where we were able to rescue these people. But there were days this week where we thought that these people were just sitting on the bottom of the ocean waiting for us to come get them. And how crazy would that have been? But um, yeah, so the response was massive and it was fast. And the, the part that nobody wants to mention is that that is expensive. And where are those bills going to go? Who's going to pay for this? And obviously, I'm sure the U.S. government is going to cover costs, but the Magellan and the whatever that other company starts with a P, um, there's going to be all these bills from this rescue effort. And we absolutely did the right thing. We mobilized and tried to save these people when we thought that there was a chance to save them. We absolutely did that. You have to. But the invoice is going to come for getting all those things out there and, and using them. And whose responsibility is it to pay? It was a private sub. These people paid. They chose to be down there. Who's responsible to pay for it? I'm sure Ocean Gate is going to get sued. There's going to be a massive lawsuit and the estates of all these people are going to pay out all this money. And that's, you know, that'll get handled. And and I'm sure that there is a, there's a line item in the, you know, the U.S. government's budget for costs like this, you know, millions of dollars for a rescue effort. But um, yeah, whose responsibility should it be? And And the other piece of that is it's so crazy to me that the priorities have gotten so skewed in the, in our country and I'm not I'm not trying to get too political but the um you know the last few weeks on all the news coverage has been about the impending crisis of the debt ceiling and the holdout in congress of who's going to vote for this and who's going to vote for that and who thinks that more money should be borrowed here and just how off kilter our economy is and how much debt we're in and then the fact that the government can drop millions of dollars to go find five people. The other side of that debate is what, how many more people could that money have saved in mosquito netting or inoculation against curable diseases or clean drinking water for not just people in other countries, but in the U S um, you know, homelessness for veterans, how, that's probably tens or twenties or $50 million of a rescue effort. At least could that money have been used elsewhere and made a bigger impact on more lives? I don't know. I don't have an opinion. Again, it's just an interesting side of this that, that I found kind of fascinating for discussion, but, um, but yeah, the Titanic sub, the week of the Titanic sub, um, I'm sure lots more details will come out, but you know, now that the wreckage has been found, it seems like I'm sure this story will kind of die off a little bit, but for a week, we were all bonded by our fascination and our discussion of five people crammed in a small tube that, with no chairs, with no window, with a PlayStation controller. Um, so what a week it was. Cheers to you all. Thanks for joining me. This has been Friday Coffee Talks, episode 111. Thanks for being here. I'll catch you next week.